This is the Michigan Travel Show. I'm Dave Lorenz, this week with guest host Trevor Dukach from Traverse City Tourism. Well, I've been gone for far too long And I don't want to do this on my own So I'm on my way back home There's no doubt that Traverse City is a special place to live, work, and play. For foodies, restaurants like Amakal will bring them back time after time for fresh and locally sourced specialties. There are all kinds of places to stay, some that offer countless things to do, like Grand Traverse Resort and the award-winning wines found at dozens of wineries on Old Mission Peninsula and Leelanau Peninsulas are attracting attention from experts and everyday travelers. We're heading to Traverse City next on the Michigan Travel Show. I'm on my way back home. Great to have you back here on the Michigan Travel Show. I'm Dave Lorenz, along with Trevor Takach from Traverse City Tourism as our guest host this week. Trevor, great to have you back. Oh, I love being here. Thanks for inviting me. And we get to talk about the uh, Traverse City area, something that you are a little familiar with because you there at Traverse City Tourism are doing a great job, you and the team, promoting uh, the uh, area. You really are. And we're going to have plenty of time to talk to you in more detail, kind of about the entire area. But I know we're going to talk about the restaurant scene first in Traverse City. That's right. One of my favorite scenes, of course, I think we do a spectacular job with our local agriculture, weaving it in uh, to these delicious meals that we offer in in northern Michigan. Traverse City, I think, is the pinnacle of it. And we've got um, uh, good friends of mine. Amical Restaurant in downtown Traverse City is a staple of fine dining. And uh, Jeff Libman is with us today, the general manager. And uh, I know Jeff well. Uh, He is the smiling face, the nicest (laughs) guy you will ever meet you walk into this place he's always there uh welcoming you with a smile jeff how are you doing today i'm doing great thank you that is uh that's probably the nicest thing anybody's ever said about me so thank you thank you for putting that out onto the airway (laughs) well uh jeff uh, i have been to amacall in fact to trevor was first to bring me to amacall what a great place tell us about it uh, thank you. I mean, I, I'm so fortunate to be there. Um, actually, Amakal will be celebrating its 30th anniversary this year uh, in July, um, which is so hard to imagine. And I've been there for 16 of them. Um, Dave Dennison, our owner, and his partner, Judy Sullivan, have really put together quite a, a, a great restaurant. Um, I'm just so proud to be there with such a great staff, a, a great menu. Uh, they give us a lot of freedoms to kind of explore some new things. And it's just been a lot of fun to watch the restaurant scene in Traverse City grow. Um, it's just been a lot of fun to be, you know, right in the heart of downtown and kind of just watch things happen. What type of restaurant is Amakal? Um, we we started as a cafeteria-style restaurant, and then when we moved to sit-down dining, we were uh, very classically French. Over the years, we've kind of morphed that into, I guess I'd call it the, that new American cuisine. Um, some people also call it Mediterranean. Um, you know, a little bit of Spain, a little bit of Italy, a little bit of France. Um, you know, we do braised meats, um, some homemade pasta dishes, a lot of seafood, 
Um, you know, we try to bring in as many local products that we can um, and kind of just not have to get pigeonholed into anything. It's just kind of whatever we're, we're, we're feeling um, we do let, get to experiment with, and if it works, we put it on the menu and let it hang out for for a few months till we get into the next round of seasonal items and and move on to the you know to what's next. Well, Trevor, Trevor, you you often call Traverse City a, a foodie town. Uh, is Amakal one of your uh, your foodie places? Oh, for sure, and it's a staple, as I said. So <clears throat> this is what's cool about. Uh, a place that's well known for its cuisine, it attracts a lot of talent and creativity. And so when you've got a cornerstone like I'm a call, you know, doing great work for so many years, it, it only inspires more people to, to get involved in that scene in that town. So what I love about Jeff too, is as much as he loves where he works, he, he truly is passionate about uh, the Epicurean scene in Traverse city. And he, he, you know, is preaching that all the time, which I love. I, Thank you. I, I do. It's such, it, I mean, you nailed it. It's, there's some really great talent making food in, in Traverse City. Um, you know, and it's fun to see a lot of people who used to work at the restaurant, you know, after 30 years, you have a lot of people who, you know, in, in a small town who eventually have worked for you. And it's so fun to watch people, you know, you know, grow and go, you know, move on to do their own thing. And it's just, with the agriculture we have, like you said, Trevor, it's so fun and easy to use fresh produce and good, you know, local meat and wine and beer and, and liquor. Like, there's really nothing up here that we can't use within, what, I mean, a 20-mile radius of of where you're at. And it's just so fun to watch it grow and watch all of these people um, do great things and have all these new places coming in and opening up and being successful. Does that seem to be, you know, that locally sourced uh, product for, for, for food, does that seem to be a, a Traverse City thing? Um, you know, I mean, I guess I would say it is. Um, before I moved here, I worked in the, I mean, I say Chicago. I don't want to offend anybody. No, I'm not from Chicago. You just don't know where I'm from in Illinois. So it's easier. But I did work in the Chicago restaurant scene. And, you know, there is local product there, but it's not the same. Being in an area like this where really everything is that close to you, I find that everyone does it. And it's not because it's trendy. People do it because that's what makes sense, is buying products from your community to serve back to your community. Um, I think for most of us, that's, that's the driving force to using local products. And, and so I do think it's unique to Traverse City without being naive to say that, I mean, obviously, I know people do it all over the country if you have access to it. It's just, we just seem to have such access to it here. Jeff, what's the one item people need to uh, order when they come to Amacal? Oh, that's the worst question. <laughs> um, our menu changes so much. I would say our staple, you're going to think I'm crazy, uh, the roasted chicken. Oh, I think, it, I think that's a great idea. In fact, I've had it. I, I'll agree. Uh, it's called Amacal. It's downtown Traverse City, and it's wonderful. A-M-I-C-A-L dot com is the uh, website. Thanks to Jeff Libman for being with us today. And we're going to check out uh, a wonderful uh, resort, Grand Traverse Resort, next here on the Michigan Travel Show.
We're talking Traverse City here on the Michigan Travel Show. I'm Dave Lorenz along with Trevor Dukach from Traverse City Tourism. And uh, Trevor, who are we talking to next? Well, this is one of the pinnacle resorts for the state, if not the, the Midwest. The Grand Traverse Resort and Spa is truly a spectacle. If you've been to Traverse City, you know that that beautiful shining tower uh, catches the sunrise and sunsets and all sorts of beautiful panoramic shots throughout the day and in all seasons. And we're lucky enough to have Caroline Rizzo with us, our her, the communications manager for Grand Traverse Resort and Spa. Caroline, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, guys. Great to have you here. And you know, it's interesting that uh, Trevor talked about that view because, yes, it's beautiful when you're driving up to the resort or even when you're far away because you can see that tower from a long way. But I don't think there's a more uh, beautiful view of the Traverse City area than when you're at the very top, when you're at the restaurant uh, and, and you're taking a, a look anywhere around the Traverse City area. That is a spectacular view. I agree. I, uh, I'm even guilty of kind of sneaking up there during the workday when you just need that moment of, you know, kind of alone time or taking a walk. It's a great place to escape. And whether you're up in the tower in the guest rooms or you're dining up in an airy restaurant, to look over and see the bay, to look out and see Old Mission Peninsula. And then from the other side, you've got our entire 900-acre property and the golf courses. It doesn't matter if it's snow-covered, you can see cherry blossoms, beautiful summer sun, or a gorgeous sunset. It never gets old. You know, we were just talking to Jeff over at Amakal Restaurant about the uh, restaurant scene in, in the area. And, and you mentioned uh, Airy Restaurant uh, way up there in that tower. Yes, it's a beautiful view, but uh, when you're at the tables, it, man, that that's a beautiful view when you look at those meals as well. Tell us about that restaurant. Airy is up on the 16th floor of the tower, and it really is like the crown jewel of the resort. It's open to anyone. You don't have to be a resort guest to dine there. So it's a great spot for locals or others who are coming up and staying in Traverse City. If they're not staying at the resort, I would say it's still a must-stop dining place to be because, again, you get those incredible views. But once you have your server at your table and the meal coming out, the view is almost secondary. You are then so into the experience and atmosphere of the service that you have and the food that's brought out to the table and the delicious craft cocktails and the homemade dessert. So it's such a great place to be. We've had small family gatherings up there. We've had romantic dinners up there. People have, it's actually been a very popular spot to get engaged. Mm. So we've had a handful of proposals happen up there too. And it's a really special place. We see a lot of our business guests and, and conferences that come and stay at the resort do large team dinners up there. And it's a special restaurant and there's brunch up there on the weekends too. And so just to come in and be that high up over Traverse City, it's the highest spot around the region. You really just get to take in some spectacular views while, of course, dining with some delicious food. And just one of the many reasons to visit Grand Traverse Resort and Spa. I mean, you're a full-service resort. I mean, it really is incredible. Great for leisure, as you mentioned, great for conferences and meetings and such. I mean, uh, it's hard to really uh, kind of capture all the things you can see and do there. Why don't you kind of give us uh, a synopsis of the resort itself? Yeah, you get a lot of people who... Even if they've been up here before, it's been a really long time or it's their first time up here, if I'm walking them around or they're just kind of perusing by themselves, 
they're always like, oh, my gosh, you have this, and then there's this, and we just keep going. People are always really interested in our full-service health club that we have here on property. So hotel guests can take full advantage of indoor and outdoor pools, depending on the season. We've got hot tubs. We've got tennis. We've got pickleball. We've got weight rooms, cardio rooms, group fitness classes. It's more than just your, you know, little hotel gym. It's a full health club. And then, of course, golf. And golf right now, it doesn't matter what time of year you're coming up here, you can golf. It just depends on if you're inside in the winter or outside in the (laughs) summer, through the spring, through the fall. Golf is year-round here now. So we set up Trackmans in the clubhouse during the winter and colder months. We, of course, have three championship golf courses that – Span our 900 acres, including Jack Nicholas, the Bear, plus Gary Players, the Wolverine, and William Newcomb's Spruce Run. We've got an awesome beach club down along East Grand Traverse Bay. It's a private beach club with an outdoor pool, thin sandbar for food, drinks, and snacks. And there's entertainment down there through the summer, and we'll do bonfires with s'mores and activities and games. You really can just do it all, and again, all year round. Inside, we also have a gallery of shops, and I think a lot of people are always surprised by that. You know, you go to hotels or resorts, and you've got your little gift shop. There are eight different storefronts we have that sell local merchandise from popular brands like M22 and Cherry Republic and Hilbert Honeyco and, of course, your favorite local wines, beers, and spirits. We've got North Face and Maui Gym and... Ma, besides the Maui Gym men's stuff, we've got a bunch of things for them. Duke Cannon's a popular line in there. We've got a kid's toy store. It's a full little almost like shopping mall. And, of course, we've got the spa, which is another spot. Like I said, I might sometimes sneak away during the workday to walk up and just take in the views and area. Sometimes I find myself walking down to the spa to relax and enjoy a service in there, too. Hey, it's lunchtime. You know, why not? It's my lunch break. Take a little break. You bet. (laughs) That's a good idea. You know, I've been to Grand Traverse Resort and Spa so many times. Uh, Quite often, you know, I'll be there for, like, business meetings or conferences. And I've been impressed with, over the years, the many improvements that um, you've made there, um, it, it's kind of like an amusement park. You know, amusement parks are always expected to be making improvements every year. That's the same thing at Grand Traverse Resort and Spa. It seems like every year uh, the ownership has put more money into the, into the resort. Uh, tell us about some of those improvements that have been made in recent years. Yeah, that's very true. We're very lucky to be privately owned by the Grand Drivers Band of Ottawa and Chippewa Indians, and they really do see the importance of doing that. Even if it's, you know, to some it might be a small update out on the golf course with new tee boxes, but to others, especially our golfers who are here and play maybe weekly, that's a huge difference for them. So outdoor, you know, things like that, things along the golf course, landscaping inside we just completed a little bit ago a ten and a half million dollar full renovation to our original hotel so you know we've talked about the tower and that's where you get those high up rooms and views but the original six-story hotel is a great spot to stay too and those rooms are now 
brand new, taken down to the studs, totally remodeled and revamped. And they have that northern Michigan like texture, tone, and feel to them, as well as our Grand Traverse Band of Ottawa and Chippewa Indian ownership. There's some nice cultural themes in there. And we're redoing one of our restaurants, too. So Sweetwater American Bistro, which is located off the main lobby, kind of that go-to spot for breakfast and other family, more family-oriented, a little more casual sit-down, easy-to-grab meals. That is being totally renovated. It's going to be a much more open concept, modern feel with some self-service checkout options and additional food offerings, too, throughout the day and the evening. I mean, those are just things that are always happening, as well as new furniture at a pool or new furniture down in the spa, new services in the spa. All those things are so important because you get people who come back here so often, and you want to give them a little extra with each experience that they have here. Caroline, I'm so glad you mentioned the tribe as well. Um, you know, just down the street, so to speak, is uh, Turtle Creek Casino, owned by the tribe. And they have, between the uh, kind of the hotel and the casino itself, um, in the hallway, they have an excellent display of Native American art. I love that. Uh, I mean, it truly is. I mean this. It's worth a visit there. If you're into Native American art, it's worth it just for that. Great, great hotel. That's all been redone. And of course, the gaming there as well. It's it's just part of the experience of when you visit the Grand Traverse Resort and Spa, you have all these things that Caroline Rizzo has told you about. Truly well worth visiting when you visit the Traverse City area. The website to learn more is Grand Traverse Resort. Com. Our thanks to Caroline Rizzo for being with us today. And uh, just, just stick around because you're going to learn more about the Traverse City area from our guest host, Trevor DeCotch, next on the Michigan Travel Show. the Michigan Travel Show. I'm Dave Lorenz along with special guest host Trevor Takach from Traverse City Tourism. And, you know, speaking about special, uh, Trevor, it truly is special the way Traverse City Tourism has done such a great job these last several years in really helping to make Traverse City a year-round place to visit. It, Traverse City is really a great place to live, work, play, but over the last several years, your office, I think, has really made its mission to try to make Traverse City a great place to visit, um, not just in the summertime. Because I think, it, it, you know, people used to think Memorial Day to Labor Day, but now they think about the Traverse area year round. And I really do credit you and your office for doing that. <laughs> well, I'd love to take the credit, but really it comes down to the creative and innovative community that I have the pleasure of living in. I'm a native of Traverse City, so I've seen this town evolve over the years. And I do remember a time when it was more seasonal. I remember a time when the downtown wasn't as vibrant and there was businesses, uh, storefronts that were shuttered. So we've come a very long way. And part of that is the ability to be sustainable year round. But truly, it comes down to the passion of the restaurateurs, of the attractions, business owners willing to invest more and and keep staff on year round. I mean, think about this, you know, from a holistic 
uh, point of view, that that's a big investment for a business owner. You know you're going to be able to keep a person fully employed during the summer months in Traverse City, but boy, sometimes uh, the off-season can be quite challenging. So a lot of people are taking a lot of risks and doing a lot of big things. I'm just uh, lucky enough to tell the stories. That's what I'm here to do. Well, it's more than that. But, but, but you know, it's important that we think about this, um, that every community thinks about the value of the community being visitable and uh, to have things to do year round. Just for that reason that you just mentioned, Trevor, that uh, travel and tourism, of course, it, it provides all these things to do so we can have a good time, but it provides jobs. And if we only think about it as a summertime experience, I know a lot of communities love the fact that you know, in the off season, so to speak, it's quieter and people say we get our town back and all that, <laughs> but we also lose all those jobs mm -hmm. if we don't prepare the community to be, you know, busier for travelers year round. So you all have done such a great job. So year round, there are really cool things to do that, that are, you know, um, that are fun for the entire family. Let, let's talk about some of those things that um, that you'd recommend. You've got sure. kids, and, and I know you'd love doing a, a lot of things in Traverse City. I, I'm a tourist in my own town. Yeah. That is true. Uh, well, you know, like most of northern Michigan, we've got an amazing portfolio of outdoor attractions. What sets Traverse City apart, I think, from many destinations in the north, uh, in northern Michigan, is that we've got sophistication and a little bit of luxury, and, and we've got indoor opportunity that gives you the diversity. Should Mother Nature not cooperate? If you thought you were going to come skiing and uh, it didn't quite work out this time, or you were going to go on a nice long hike and here comes a, a thunderstorm, we've got so much to offer indoor. Uh, it, it really helps um, to make it a great experience no matter what comes up. So we do, we've got, as we've talked about on this show, an amazing culinary scene. And it's really because we have such wonderful ingredients to work with. David, as you and I have talked about over the years, uh, our, our diversity of agriculture is so very special. So any time of the year, uh, you can experience some unbelievable flavors. The wine scene. Uh, we've got nearly 50 wineries now, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. We've got the wonderful beer scene and spirits. But from a family perspective, you know, a lot of this has to be woven into a family opportunity. So these these destination restaurants and, and um foodie type experiences typically have something that's family friendly uh, and accessible. Taking it a step further, the arts and cultural scene is very vibrant in, in Traverse City. You see that with the museums like the Denos Museum uh, connected to our community college, a wonderful asset. Uh, Interlochen uh, Center for the Arts, unbelievable facility with a, a number of extremely famous artists who've passed through those those hallowed halls. Uh, but even further, I think we've got one of the most vibrant event schedules uh, of anywhere in the in the state. We, we punch above our weight. Hmm. So typically when you roll into Traverse City, there will be an event or an activity that's going to appeal maybe to you as a, a couple or an individual. But definitely there's going to be some opportunity opportunities for the kiddos as well. Yeah. And, and, you know, as you said, yeah, events galore. But not just an event town because there are so many other things to right. do. Uh, you know, shopping, so many people are going online to shop, but but shopping in brick and mortar stores also very important uh, because, again, provides jobs. I think it's uh, more fun to shop. Not that I'm much of a shopper, but when I do shop, I'd rather do it 
in a real place where I, I can talk to real people and try on real things and all that. Um, and you have a great downtown. Mm. I mean, great for shopping. Yeah, the downtown Traverse City corridor is extremely vibrant. You've got more than 200 businesses down there, and that includes galleries, that includes retail, that includes restaurants and bars. So there's a lot to offer, you know. So sometimes people get to a downtown, they're like, oh, this is this is just for the ladies. It's all the ladies shopping district, or or maybe it's just a restaurant bar scene, and that only appeals to some. But this is ex- extremely diversified for such a small uh, market downtown. So that's really that's really exciting. But then there's also the hub and spoke experience where you can then venture further out into some of the smaller communities like Frankfurt out in Benzia on the shores of Lake Michigan. I mean, it's an extremely small, quaint town, but their downtown is so vibrant. They've got a, a, a active theater, the Garden Theater right downtown, great food, and, and a variety of shops that stay open year-round. I'm glad you mentioned the Benzie area because, you know, earlier we were talking uh, to the folks over at uh, Grand Traverse Resort and Spa, not the only resort that you have in your area. That's right. Crystal Mountain uh, is, we're lucky enough to have Crystal Mountain as a ski resort, as a, as a golf facility, and a full service spa, and all the other great amenities they offer. But the skiing is really special because I think a lot of people downstate or from out of state who like that skiing experience, they get real nervous about coming north uh, when there's no snow on the ground. You know, Mother Nature has been so unpredictable on that front. But the cool thing about Crystal Mountain is they've invested so much money in snowmaking capacity that there is skiing no matter what. So even if it's a day where it's sunny and warm in Detroit, it could be totally different up in Traverse City. Uh, in the wintertime, skiing is still open. And they've they've invested in a lot of their assets in that same way. So golf you know, always the best top top of its game, uh, and then they've added some other amenities for kiddos like the water park and the um, alpine slide. So there's always a lot of fun stuff to take in at Crystal Mountain. Well, and I love the fact that uh, so many of the resorts have these live cams. Um, you know, so any time of the year, if you're wondering what what it looks like or whether they have the right conditions, skiing, golfing, whatever you want to do, you can go to the websites and. You can see what it looks like at that point, uh, because wherever you are, it might be totally different there. It quite often is. So, you know, don't give up on it. Uh, make sure you check it out. And, you know, one of those websites, TraverseCity.com, can can help you get there as well. Speaking of outdoor things, uh, I, I was thinking about this. Uh, all four seasons... I've done so many things in the Traverse City area, a lot of times with you, you know, things like biking, fat tire biking, um, hiking, so many great places to do all those things. There are, you know, we're lucky enough to be adjacent to a a national shoreline. The Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore is this phenomenal beacon that draws people in 36 miles of beachfront, but the, for those who dive deeper and, and start to understand the region, uh, more fully, that that is just one of many assets that are accessible and truly accessible uh, to all. So you know you get to you get to find these other wonderful parks, be it state parks or or preserves. Uh, I've got some favorites. I'm not going to share all my stuff, but you likely will find it if you if you start to dig deeper because there are, there's wonderful trails. Uh, in just a variety of ways to access Mother Nature in Traverse City, uh, and, and it and it's always growing. Uh, this is not a finite, um, 
you know, list of opportunities. We, we added parks. We, we're still adding parks and preserves. We're still adding trails and new assets all the time. So if you think you know it, man, I, I encourage you to come up and I will prove you wrong. There is more to do than you than you remember. We have to talk. We, we were talking earlier about events. We have to talk about the big daddy of them all, National Cherry <laughs> Festival. Um, just kind of give me 30 seconds of uh, what happens at the National Cherry Festival uh, every year. Well, it's an eight-day celebration of a fruit that is extremely unique, the tart cherry, which we produce 75% of that that crop. Roughly 100 events, most of them free to the public, air shows, concerts, parades, farmer's markets, pit spitting and pie eating contests. They're, this is the most family-friendly, generations of fun sort of event uh, that I've ever come across. And I used to run this event. I was the executive director for years. I also was a prince of the National Cherry Festival when I was in first grade. So it has a whole a near and dear place in my heart, but I assure you, you come north for Cherry Festival, you will love it just as much. When they say you're a prince of a guy, it's they mean it. Yeah, It, it really was. That, that was true. Hey, Trevor to Koch, uh, thank you so much. Uh, but but don't stick around. We're not done with you yet. Uh, as a guest host of the program today, we're going to tell you uh, more reasons why you should check out the Traverse City area because we haven't talked about a really important reason. The wineries. We'll tell you about that next, right here on the Michigan Travel Show. It's the Michigan Travel Show. I'm Dave Lorenz, along with special guest host Trevor Tkach from Traverse City Tourism. And Trevor, we only have a few minutes left, and we uh, some would say we've we've saved the best for last. Well, I, I'm a big fan of this particular topic, and and for good reason. We've got some of the best product, I think. Uh, in the world, and that is our wine scene in Traverse City, which is burgeoning. We've got nearly 50 wineries now. Uh, Many uh, awards and accolades have been bestowed upon our wineries and their products, and we've got a wonderful special guest, and not just because she's one of my board members, although I do appreciate an opportunity to kiss up. Um, (laughs) Marie Chantel Delis is the CEO of Chateau Chantel, one of the most spectacular uh, destination uh, wineries in the world. It is such a wonderful, wonderful property. It is picturesque, photogenic, and we do a lot of photo shoots there. So I'm always grateful to Marie. But Marie, thank you for joining us. Uh, tell us, how's, how's life uh, at Chateau Chantel these days? Sure. Hi, Dave. Hi, Trevor. Thanks for the invitation today. Uh, life at Chateau Chantal is going great. How could it not? Yeah. <laughs> We're here high up on a ridge overlooking east and west Grand Traverse Bay. Right out my window as we speak is the beautiful Power Island. And we're getting ready for another wonderful year of wine tasting, events, food, fun, entertainment. Yeah, you know, it really is uh, a beautiful place. Uh, As you uh, come up that drive on Old Mission Peninsula, uh, you see that uh, wonderful place up on top of the hill. That's a beautiful view. But when you're up there, as you say, Marie, you do have that wonderful view. Uh, and, And you've you've made changes over the years relatively recently you've made some improvements uh, tell us about the property itself and and the uh, the tasting room itself 
Sure. So we've been in business just over 30 years now, longer than that for our vineyard. Our first vineyard was planted in 1986. So uh, that's not very long in terms of the world of wine where you have Burgundians and Bordeaux houses that are 500 year old, but we're hoping to get there one day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have a tasting room here as well as a 12 room bed and breakfast, which has been part of our concept since the inception. Uh, my folks are the founders here. My dad had this idea of building a European style winery chateau that offers the hospitality aspect. So you come here, you can taste the wine made from grapes grown right outside the window. We're very focused on our old mission appellation here for winemaking. And if you choose, you can spend the night too. And that's a great way to really absorb uh, the peninsula here, really get to experience all that Traverse City has to offer. Well, I love the atmosphere. Um, you know, when I come to Chateau Chantal, and I, and I quite often will bring friends there, uh, uh, first thing I usually do is head out onto your, your big, beautiful deck and take in uh, the uh, the views. Uh, they're usually uh, starting the, the tastings right away. Uh, what is that experience like for somebody who's never been there before and maybe never have gone through that, that, that tasting? Uh, bring us through that. Sure. Well, our aim is really to be relaxed and fun. This is a demystification of wine, if you will. Um, if no one has been to uh, the winery before, you know, it might feel slightly intimidating. You come up this long drive through the vineyard and there's this beautiful building called the Chateau at the top of the hill. And that's all nice and the view is beautiful. That's great. But when you come inside, you're going to be greeted very warmly, made to feel at home. And Anywhere in your wine knowledge spectrum, from the start to an expert, our staff is here to um, provide information that is suited to you. So there's no reason to be intimidated. And the best part about visiting a tasting room is there are so many options. You know, we have 40-plus wines on our wine list, and that's what the wine guide is there to do, help you determine what you like. So you can taste through a couple different things. You can have a glass of wine if you find one you like. There's also specialty cocktails. We're a distillery. We have uh, beer now on offer. So there truly is a little bit of something for everyone, including um, some sparkling juices, so also non-alcoholic beverages. Uh, so the idea is to come and try something maybe you haven't had before, find something new, and discover a wine that is something enjoyable for you to bring to your friends. I, I have been there many times, and I have found many things that I find to be uh, absolutely phenomenal. One of the things that I have appreciated about the experience at Chateau Chantel is your openness in explaining the entire process from, you know, picking the fruit from the vines, going through the fermentation process. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what people may have an opportunity to be exposed to from a tour standpoint and, and seeing kind of back of house what it takes to bring that product to the shelf? Indeed. That's one of my most favorite things to do here is um, on our tours, most of which are actually offered prior to our wine dinners this um, season, you have the chance to visit the vineyard, which is literally two steps out the door, uh, learn what it takes to grow grapes. And this is just one aspect of how we get wine in the bottle. It's a year-round operation that takes lots of physical labor, and you're at the whims of Mother Nature. So <laughs> we are farmers at heart here, 
and farming about 70 acres here on Old Mission um, is quite the task. So that is a year-round production where harvest occurs once per year in October. So we get one shot to have a crop and make good wine from that. Then we'll take folks down to the cellar to see all of the equipment. So in 2010, we expanded our cellar by 10,000 square feet and added quite a, a bit of tank space and production area. You'll get to see oak barrels, stainless steel tanks, the press, a lot of our equipment that is a major investment in getting that wine to a state that is um, great for consumption. And then it'll go in the bottle. After it ages, depending if it's oak-aged or not, then we'll release the wine out to the public. So that's normally where the rest of us engage with a bottle is at the table. And you just have to sit and think about what it takes to get there. <laughs> it's truly a labor of love and um, a very remarkable process, the transformation of juice into wine, the art and science of winemaking, and all of the skill, labor, and knowledge it takes to do that. Trevor mentioned there are about 50 wineries in the region between Old Mission and, and Leelanau. What makes the area so special for wineries? Well, we're in a completely unique growing region here. This Located this far north, we're surrounded by water. So being almost like in a bathtub, if you will, <laughs> Old Mission Peninsula, Leelanau Peninsula, have this moderating effect from the waters that surround us, allowing us to ripen our fruit fully through the season, and ideally protecting us from spring frost. So we are nationally recognized as a unique growing region, that being Old Mission Peninsula, Leelanau Peninsula, and have unique, specific wines to offer that grow right here in northern Michigan. Well, it uh, is a very special place, and of course, uh, just just the whole region is uh, really beautiful. I, I actually just love driving up Old Mission specifically uh, and, and checking out the wineries, but <clears throat> the, that drive itself is really something uh, going up to uh, the Mission area itself, maybe going up to the Lighthouse, making sure to stop at Chateau Chantal along that way is a must, and you need to find out more before you go. One of the websites you should check out is ChateauChantal.com. Uh, interesting spelling, C-H-A-T-E-A-U-C-H-A-N-T-A-L.com. So it's ChateauChantal.com. And we want to thank Marie Chantal Delise for being with us today. Trevor, thank you so much for being here. It's always nice to have you here. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank and, you. And of course, uh, we'll have you back as guest host. And and for everybody out there, uh, we're going to try to have guest hosts on the program every week from different areas of the state. It's always nice to hear what's happening all around the state from the experts in the field. And of course, we'll continue to bring you some fun along the way as well. We'll talk to you next week right here on the Michigan Travel Show. I'm on.